Listen, I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Shaden Smith, here with your co-host, <laughs> Colton Davidson. And uh, we thought with this podcast, uh, since we're so close to the NBA season starting, only just a, couple, a few more weeks, the first preseason game actually starts Tuesday. I know, it's so, so um, exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. We um, might go to it. We're going to try to. We're going to see what we can do. But uh, since since the season is so close, we thought it might be appropriate to make this podcast solely about the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all we really want to talk about. A lot of huge things happened. Something week. absolutely amazing happened this uh, yet last week. Yes. Shaden, what happened last week before we get into our trivia question? Well, uh, somehow the Thunder acquired um, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Which we will. Holy ass! Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> which we will tell you a little bit more about everything uh, after we do the trivia question. But this week we got Colton doing trivia questions. I know. So I've got a, I've got a really really good one, Shaden. All right. All right. In the two thousand three two thousand four season, only two rookies uh, earned Rookie of the Month. That whole season. So there is an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference. Both of these. So the the player in the Eastern Conference won Rookie of the Month every month that season. The player in the Western Conference won Rookie of the Month every month that season. Who are the two players? What year was it? Oh three oh four. Oh three oh four. LeBron. Uh huh. And Melo. Yeah. Okay. I've said that you got that. You so, can't beat me, Colton. I'm really I'm really sad that you got that so quickly. Because that's a, <laughs> that was whenever the big um. Like that draft was huge. You had Braun, Wade, Melo, Bosch, and I knew yeah. it had to have been LeBron. And the only player I could think of that was in the West was Carmelo. Anyway, so you, you had to go with that. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm, I had I'm to a go little, I'm a little sad that you got it so quickly. That's okay. Anyways, let's jump right in. Um, so the Thunder acquired Carmelo Anthony. Yep. Something weird, crazy voodoo stuff happened in Oklahoma City, so, and we somehow got him. Sam Brest, so Sam, Shane, you're an avid um, Skyrim player, right? Uh, yes, I do love Skyrim. So does Sam Presti, whenever he was born, did his mom just, like, say, this kid's kind of ugly. So what we're going to do is we're going to turn his charisma up all the way to 10. <laughs> is, that, is that what happened? Probably. Probably. I was really <laughs> interested to see how you are going to add Skyrim into that. Yeah, because that's what it does in Fallout too, right? Yeah. You, it's like, like charisma that, or luck or whatever. But that's so, like, Sam Presti, um, everybody thought that going into the week, it was like sold, bought and sold that Carmelo was going to wind up in Houston. Everybody thought that pretty much. Yeah. And then, boom, oh, Melo's interested in going to Oklahoma City. Next day, Melo trade for Melo in Oklahoma City. They gave up uh, Doug McDermott, Ennis Cantor, who that was heartbreaking. It really was heartbreaking to see Ennis leave. He was, you could tell he was kind of sad about it. And uh, all of Oklahoma City is very sad about it. And they also gave up the bull second round pick that they got in the trade to get Doug McDermott. And uh, Taj Gibson last season, so yeah. Um, and the the whole thing about Houston, they actually came out and said that the Houston trade was complete, but it just never it, it just fell through. Something happened to where nothing it never just nothing. Sam happened. Presti happened. That's what happened. It's it's just it's crazy. <laughs> like that situation happened to us twice this summer. Apparently, Melo came out and said that um, there there was a trade in place to send both him and Paul George to the Cavs on draft night, and apparently that was completely set up, yeah. and then it just fell through. So it's like that has happened so many times this offseason that has helped the Thunder. I know. So it's kind of like, like, 
What's going on here? Karma is rolling towards the Thunder Way because of the Kevin Durant stuff. It's helping us out. It, may, it makes no sense, but I love it. All right, so some things to consider about the trade trading. Um, what Carmelo has predominantly played a small forward his entire career. With the Thunder, everybody's going to say he's going to start out at the power forward. How does that fit him now? He is a little aging. He can he doesn't quite have the same quickness, but he's still an elite level scorer. Yeah, um, I think it'll be interesting. He, uh, he they have come out and said that he will play the power forward position right. for us, and so. Um, Carmelo Anthony is definitely not a power forward, but he's a big small forward, and yeah. I think he can hold his own with it. And how quick he is, he's gonna he's gonna destroy a lot of those power I, forwards. I think, like, but we, I don't want to cut you off here, but like offensively, I think he is definitely outmatching any power forward in the league that he plays, except for maybe Draymond Green. Would you have to? I think even if you just go for a pure offensive standpoint, I think he's even beating Draymond. Green. But you also have to look at it and also say Carmelo against. Maybe forty to fifty percent of the league is outmatched at the power forward position, because you think he's gonna have to go up against a Blake Griffin, a uh, Paul Millsap, Lamarcus Aldrich. That's those are the guys he's gonna have to be guarding. Gonna have to be guarding, and all of them are bigger than Carmelo. Right. But in the case of, a case of like Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin doesn't really back down people all that much anymore. Um, Paul Millsap plays perimeter, plays really perimeter wise, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Lamarcus Aldrich is, for the most part. For, and then Lamarcus Aldrich also isn't the same player he was like three years ago. Exactly. So and I think it's going to work out pretty well on both ends. The de- defensively, it is a little bit terrible. It was a little bit concerning because I mean, but you also got to consider you're going to have a Paul George, Andre Roberson, and a Stephen Adams anchoring that defense. So I mean, you don't you don't have to ask Carmelo to go out there and shut someone down every night. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony's definitely no one. Not no be one's expecting that of him. It's just hold his own. And that help defense is probably going to take care of it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I think, um, I think the the help defense. A lot of people are saying, will the Thunder mesh on the offensive end? You know, yeah. Um, how's that going to work out? But honestly, with us playing Carmelo at the power forward, it's more important for us to mesh team wise on right. the defensive end than it is on the offensive end. Right. We have three guys who are very you know known for playing hero ball. But yeah. if we can learn to play as a team on the defensive end, yeah, that's the offense you, is going to come. Yeah, and so that's why I'm kind of interested to see what we do. And I feel like we will be pretty good at. at I think the first few games of the season are going to be rough, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I think after a while, whenever we get everything down, we're going to be we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. So they, the season starts middle of October. You think they get it figured out by December? They start or like November? What are you thinking? I like to think so if we can stay healthy and everything. Yeah. And I I'm. <laughs> I'm so excited for the season. Like I it's, really, it's going to be really so excited, much fun to yeah. see how they all mesh and play well together. I think. Um, I, here, here's an interesting question for you: Who do you think will lead our team in scoring? It's a it's a tough one. Um, I listened to the OKC Thunderheads, and they seem to think it would be either Carmelo or PG. Well, no, no, they th- they thought it'd be either Carmelo or Westbrook, and they they all agreed that they thought Paul George might be the third te- third and and scoring really on the team. I tend to say I tend to think it's gonna be Westbrook's gonna lead the team in scoring, um, but I do think that in the like fourth quarter, I think they I think all three turn to Carmelo. I think Carmelo's getting the ball the most in the fourth quarter, unless Westbrook is. You know, I think I think Westbrook will definitely defer a little bit to Carmelo. Um, but what, what do you think? What do you What are you thinking? Well, tear me, off, tear me apart. You're, no, I'm not gonna tear you apart. I, I agree with your, what you're saying. Um, first off. 
at the end of the fourth, at the end of the game, I think Carmelo Anthony's definitely going to want the ball, but I think he's going to be willing to give it up. And I think that's going to be really helpful for our team. But whenever it comes to scoring, I think it's interesting that you said the Thunderheads were saying Paul George would be at like third. He, or whatever. That's what they were thinking. Because I think, I, in my personal opinion, I think Paul George will lead our team in scoring. Really? Well, like, and I think this is what I'm going to say. I think it's it's not going to be like Russ Westbrook's got 30 points a night. I think it's going to be like Westbrook 24, George 22, Melo 23, exactly. or something like so, something close to that. It's not going to be Westbrook 30. Paul George fifteen and, and Melo like twenty five. It's it's gonna be much. It's gonna be really close. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Westbrook doesn't lead the team lead the team in scoring. That's just what I kind of think. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if any three of them. But the yeah. reason I say Paul is just because Paul George doesn't have all that pressure on him to do other things. Like he's on our team to score and play defense. Yeah. And Paul George is so good with playing without the ball, and Russell Westbrook is so good with seeing him. I think Paul George is a better player without the ball than Carmelo Anthony. He knows how to get open. He's more athletic in Carmelo because Carmelo Anthony is getting up there in age. Yeah. And so that's why I think Paul George will be looking for his shot, being looking to be aggressive to score the ball. Where Russell Westbrook, I mean Russell Westbrook's going to give something every night. Like I'm not, he's going to score, yeah. he's going to rebound, he's going to assist. But I think Russell is going to be looking more this season towards facilitating yeah. than he ever has been. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. I probably will be wrong on the scoring thing. But do you how many how many assists tonight do you think Westbrook averages? I think he'll average at least I think he'll average at least ten. I'm gonna go out and say twelve. So like, you by, think you like, you think he'll like lead the league in assists? Oh yeah, I think he will. I mean, how could he not? With Paul George and, and Melo on the team and uh, an Alex Abrinas and a Steven Adams, you know, he's, he's, he's got, Adams is gonna get like a, a monster lob a night probably because all the spacing. Probably. Um, I think I do think Paul George will surprise us in how many assists he gets, though. Yeah, he. I think George averaged four last season, and then the, I think like Melo averaged three and a half last season too. Yeah. So Melo, I mean, he has that reputation of never passing, but he does get the he does get a few assists. But I think Melo, I think both Melo and Paul George, like what I was saying earlier, are both so excited to play with another superstar, like yeah. something they've never done before, because that takes so much pressure off these two guys who are superstar scorers to do what they do best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And let Russell do what he does best. Because let's be honest, scoring is not Russell Westbrook's best attribute. No, I, I guess you, you have to say that. Russell Westbrook is great at pretty much everything on the court, but scoring is not his best. And so if you kind of take that pressure off Russell Westbrook and, and and rely on those other two guys, not saying Russell Westbrook won't score, but let him do his what he can do and let these guys focus on what they're great at, that's when I think we are an amazing team. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of go back to last season... And a lot, most games, he would come out, and you could tell he was really emphasizing passing to other teammates. You know, trying to get Oladipo going, trying to get Sabonis going, doing all those things. Where he, you know, that first quarter, first quarter and a half, he uh, he, he like really focuses on that on that getting everybody else involved, and then he's like, then he can kind of flip that switch to start scoring. I think we're gonna see that. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that that mentality of coming out and really getting everybody else going. And then I guess I might have to retract my statement. I think the Westbrook's going to lead the team in scoring. I think I might go, I'm going to retract it. I'm going to say Mello leads the team in scoring. Yeah. I, I think it'll be interesting. I definitely don't think it'll be Westbrook. Um, I think Westbrook will I, lead the team in like, I think Westbrook will lead the team in rebounds and assists. I legit um, do. I, mean, so I still think Westbrook's going to average like 22, 23 a night. Oh yeah. He's going to play great. But I think, I think PG is going to be, um, I, I think PG is going to be, so much of an underrated defender this season. I think he's going to 
to of course Andre Robertson is going to be our big defender that we right. have but I think PG is going to do those small things that we are really looking for because let's be honest Melo has not been ever since you know he he made the big move to the Knicks he hasn't been that defensive force that he was with Denver mm-hmm. so um I'm not I'm not looking for Melo to do that stuff I'm looking for Melo to score do that what is, he does that is an interesting thing because you know Going into the season before the Mellow trade, everybody's like, the Thunder are going to be one of the best defensive. That starting lineup is going to be one of the best defensive lineups out there. With, you know, it's going to be, it was going to be, the lineup before was going to be a Westbrook, Roberson, George, Patrick Patterson, and then Steven Adams. So that five, that starting five is a really solid defensive lineup, especially if Russell, like, makes that commitment to playing defense, which we know he can do. We all know that that's there. And then, um, so with the addition of Mello, you have to think, does the defense get that much worse? Does it get any better? And I am going to go ahead and say that the starting lineup's defense isn't going to get any better, and it's going to go down a little bit. But I think the overall team is going to be a better defensive team than last year because you're losing your two worst defensive players in Ennis Cantor and Doug McDermott. But kind of getting into... What, what all do you think? The, th- the Thunder lost a pretty big presence on the bench with Ennis Kendrick. He was that bench primary scorer. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is going to step it up? Who Do you think that because do you think it's going to matter that much because they're going to be able to stagger all three of those guys so there's going to be never a time that you don't have a perennial all-star on the court? What do you think? Yeah, and we were kind of talking about this other. First off, we lost Doug McDermott. My fiance was so pissed. <laughs> She she is in love with Doug McDermott, and when I told her that we didn't have Doug McDermott, she was so he, mad. He's a girlfriend stealer. He is. Yeah. He is. Every time we went to a game, which I'm sure we said this before, we oh, yeah. went to one of the Thunder games, and all she would do was talk about him. He was on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> shout out to my fiance. Yeah, she's great. Uh, we have. Um, so, anyways, we lost Canner. We lost Doug McDermott. That does kind of take a hit for our bench. But me and you were kind of discussing this the other day. Uh, I think I, I honestly think this makes us better with how we are just because we do have three superstars instead oh, yeah. of one. And having three superstars, we can keep one of them on the court at all times. Right. So whenever we do have our bench out there, which we have a pretty solid bench now with Isaiah Cannon coming in, Isaiah who Cannon. Is, is, can prove that he can get hot in an instant. Well, we got to see if Abrinas makes that makes a bigger step this next season. Yeah, Abrinas, if he can if he can take a big step, he can get better. We still have we have Patrick Patterson coming off the bench. Yeah. And if we can keep one of those guys, maybe even like put Melo, keep him on the bench, let him play small forward. Sec- or two guard or whatever he wants to do, kind of give him in that his normal role. Yeah, coming off the bench, um, uh, let leave him on there, let him run that, let him do his thing. I think we're gonna have a really really solid bench that what people aren't are not expecting of us. All right, I, I have a question for you. This is this isn't this isn't on the outline, but this is a question I have heard, and maybe not enough people are talking about. Steven Adams is gonna get a ton of minutes at the five this season. Like a ton. If he gets um, minutes, probably, probably in any more, other position, I'm. Be I, mean, I mean, he's gonna be playing a bunch. And then the, uh, I heard, you know, Patrick Patterson's probably gonna be playing some at the five. Jeremy Grant in a small ball lineup will probably be playing some at the five. Yeah. Um. Who are you a little bit concerned about? Maybe wearing Stephen Adams down over the course of the season. Do you think that Nick Collison gets some time this season? Do you think we see some uh, Dakari Johnson? Um, what do you think? I'm, I'm going to take a real Charles Barkley answer on this and and say that or do you think that he's a young boy yeah and and he's got it and he's proven that he is a big like he, he's proven that he is an in shape and he will do what he needs to do to help the team even if he is well, fatigued 
I'm just I'm just saying like do you think that they turn to a traditional uh, center to play the center or do you think they're going to move away and do the small ball lineups to give him the rest? I think it depends on who we're playing. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Because we if they're if we're playing a team who's playing us with big guys, we're going to need him out. Well, there. what team in the league has big guys right now? I mean, you every, have, every, you every have the Clippers, you have okay, the 76ers with, yeah, with, with Joel Embiid. Embiid. You, I mean, honestly, you have most, pretty much every team has at least one big guy you're going to have to put out there. You have the Pelicans who are absolutely going to need him. Oh, man. So it's, you have, there's a lot of teams out there That's who a, we will need. Yeah, Melo will not be able to hold there. up against uh, De- Anthony Davis. <laughs> or Cousins. <laughs> or Cousins. I mean, both of them are going to just rack him. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. The, the Pelicans are going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. Anyways, back to the Thunder. Stop distracting me, Colton. We can't mm-hmm. talk about the Pelicans. Well, that's that's for our next podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, next uh, next week, next week we should do a only Western, talk about a Western conference Pelicans. a Western conference uh, preview. Only talk about Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, and how his family. Anyway, we talk about Demarcus Cousins' great uncle. So, that's what we're going to talk about next week. That's my trivia question. So, Anyways, Shaden, is this the best Thunder team that has ever played in Oklahoma City? Ooh. Um. I mean, on the, paper, it in, looks really good. The only other team you could say would be any, would be better would be the 2012 team that went to the finals, or 2011 team, whatever. Well, yeah, 2012 team that went to the finals. I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess you you could say that. Um, here's the thing: as good as Paul George and Carmelo Anthony are, neither of them are as good as neither of them are as close to being as good as Kevin Durant. Let's be real. Well, and um, but the two of them are better than Kevin Durant. But together, I mean, you are guys, they though? I would say Kevin that. Durant's kind of a stud. <laughs> well, Kevin Durant's really good, but you mean, I mean, I think that those two bring aspects of what KD bring brought to you. Paul George, the catch and shoot, the catch and shoot. Uh, Melo being able to just give him the ball and let him go to work, and then also Paul George. I mean, KD with the Warriors really proved that yes, he can play really solid defense. But, you know, Paul George has been out there for his whole career and played solid defense and been expected to guard the best player every night. I think you can, I think you can make a case that this team is better and more well-rounded and, and ready to face – and ready and, like, more veteran. I think that this team has a better shot um, than that 2012 team because, I mean, that 2012 team was super young. James Harden was good, but he wasn't James Harden. Right. So, what do you think? And I, mean, I – I, it's hard for me to say that this is the best team just because I haven't we haven't seen yeah, them we play haven't together. seen them play. But on on paper, uh, they do look really good. I'm still gonna say I'd, I'd take the 2012 team over this team right really? now, right now just because I I think the 2012 team has had more. Um, I, I feel like the 2012 team, if this was like a puzzle, I felt like that team had more pieces in different areas. You know what I'm saying? Like that team was more filled. I, I disagree. I think this team is just as is just as filled and fits a little bit better. Because they, they've got a big guy who can move in Steven Adams and play defense and score whenever you need him to. They've got a Brinus who is, I mean, he's not James Harden and he's not that facilitator, but he's got the shooting. And you got Patrick Patterson to come off the bench. you got Nick Collison to really provide that veteran leadership. And maybe he won't play at all every night. But I think they've got those pieces. And then they got that backup point guard, Raymond Felton. Which Nick didn't really play... In 2012, either. Well, anyway, but I think, but Raymond Felton, you've got him to come in and really, who is a proven vet who can who can replace Westbrook for short stints. But I don't know what. I mean, I, I agree with you, but I still like I I 
I can't say this team is better than 2012 team without seeing them play. Yeah, we haven't seen Just them play. Just because that 2012 team worked really well together when it mattered, and they did. we did choke. James Harden didn't have his best game, but we had players like Tabo, who was not as good a defender as Roberson, but was a great defender and a way, way better scorer than Roberson is. Yeah. And they had a bunch of players come off the bench. They had, like, they had Derek Fisher, who gave them that leadership. Daquan Cook gave mm-hmm. them that shooting. James Harden, all those players who just had – who, Kendrick who, Perkins who knew how to build around the team and knew how to work together, and and this team could very well be that team. That, that's what I'm saying. Like on paper, this team looks really good, but the season could start and this team could completely collapse. Yeah. And that's what I'm scared of because because everyone's kind of freaking out about this team, kind of like how the the 20 what was it 2013 Lakers were with like Dwight Howard and all true, them. Yeah. And I'm scared because something's well, going to happen where we get in there, they don't mesh, and the whole team's going to collapse. I mean, I, 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 a counter-argument is Steve Nash was way older than what Carmelo is whenever they did that, and then... Yeah, but Steve Nash put up big numbers. The reason they didn't do well is because they weren't meshing. They okay. hated each other. So that it's, it's not the fact that he was old or wasn't able to do anything, which later on, he did get hurt, and so did Kobe. But before that... Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and Kobe, none of them got along. And that's why they weren't a good team. And that's what scares me about this. I don't see it happening. Just I, don't, I don't see it seem, either. But, but you never know. Because yeah. we don't know what's going on in the locker room. We don't know what's going on in practice. We could open up the season and it could all crash and burn. I hope to God it doesn't. But that's the, the, only, reason, that's the only reason I will not say that they're better than 2012 team right now. Right, also, sure. God knows we they have way more competition this year than the 2012 team did that year. Um, still, still, the thought of us beating a Warriors team this year is like ridiculous to me. Like, I just it, I, I don't know if I can see it happening. I think they definitely give them a bigger run for their money. But here, here's some. All right, here's Shane, Shane speaking of Golden State. Um, the three biggest competitors in the West right now, as it stands, is Golden State, San Antonio, and Houston, and the Pelicans. Yeah, and the Pelicans. So those three teams, yeah. Okay, and you know, rank them in order of they match up the best against they match up the worst. The Pelicans uh, are the worst. <laughs> well, and honestly, that's true. They don't match up very well against the Pelicans. But the, I don't. But I guess really, those, those big three. I'm in love with the New Orleans Pelicans right now. I'm excited to see them play, even though they're probably gonna be terrible. Um. Anyways. We shoot, man. This is a, this is a big question. I, I think, think about this. But you want to hear mine? Yeah, go for it. I think match up the best against San Antonio, but there's just so much scoring, and they don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it does feel weird saying that. I think San, San Antonio will probably end up surprising us this year. Um. So, but I think San Antonio is the, the the best matchup for us in the first. And you know, if we potentially have to play them in the playoffs, then I think Houston is the second. I think we have a, we have a ton of scoring, and I think we have more defense than than what the Houston Rockets ever hoped to have. And I think we have an answer for pretty much for those th- for those players. You can put Roberson on either Harden or uh, or, 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 or or CP3, or you can and you can put Paul George on the other one. I think there, there's the answer there for sure. But Golden State, I still think. Golden State has enough defense and has the offense to really not do well against this team. I think Carmelo is about the same size as Draymond Green, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that t- uh, height wise, height wise. Yeah. I mean, but you gotta look at it. And I think the lineup of Russ, Roberson, Paul George, Melo, and Patrick Patterson 
that lineup against the Golden State Warriors death lineup, I think, has a chance. It could yeah. has a, has a chance better than maybe anybody else in the league. Yeah, I agree with you. That's a scary lineup. But okay. uh, with yours, I would agree. Like, um, uh, I I think the only thing I change with yours, I honestly think we match up better against Houston than we do uh, San Antonio. And the only reason I say that is just because of uh, Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi Leonard is is going to. I mean, whoever I think the only person who we could put on Kawhi who I think could could legitimately stop him or even try to stop him or attempt to would be Roberson. Yeah. And I think Roberson could prove to do that. Um, but I think the reason I have that is, is San Antonio's bench is just way too they have just so, way too much of a deep bench, which is the only reason I'd put them um, above Houston. I think we I think Houston. Um, so you think we have the better chance to beat Houston? I think. Playoffs? Russell Russell has proven um, yes, and I think because Russell has proven that he can he can stop CP3. Russell has proven he's he's a great defender on CP3, and and honestly, I don't know how the James Harden uh, Paul George I will most likely have Roberson on James Harden, but I think a James Harden Paul George one on one would be really interesting. I think yeah. it'd be a lot closer than what people think it would be, and so that's why I'm I'm kind of uh, in in. Houston's not really uh, they, they don't play with their size which is how we're going to play this year which is why I think that'll be really interesting to have Steven Adams and they're going to have Nene or whoever it is out there um, I think that's going to be interesting to see the down low thing but I think having that third superstar against Houston having that mellow or that uh, Paul George against them is what's going to be the game changer yeah. because they have those two guys everyone's going to worry about if we put Roberson on James Harden have him just all over James Harden we have those other two guys to do what they need to do. Yeah, I mean, speaking, of, I mean, last season you gotta think about it. The Thunder were in every game against Houston. Like, I think maybe there was one game that was above ten points or whatever. I don't, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but they were there fighting every game. And you put a Paul George, they might win that series. Yeah, they have now a Paul George and a Carmelo. But they also added a CP3, so I, I don't know. I completely agree with you. I think having those other superstars is uh, is what's going to help us. And I think, like I said, Russell Westbrook has proven that he can... Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul, we know, have had you know their competition throughout the years. And he's proven that he can take down a Chris Paul. And that's why I think that we match up a lot better with Houston than we do San Antonio. San Antonio is just always going to be one of those teams that you just can't. You, you can't underestimate. No, you like they're, I agree. they're always that scary team. Like, San Antonio could easily, even with this team we have now, could easily get second seed. In the I game. still I still really, really, really wish that Kawhi hadn't gone down with that injury in the second game of the playoffs. I really wanted to see them give Golden State a, a run for their money. I think they could have done something. Yeah, they, like, they could have done like, something. Couldn't have won. I don't think they win, but I think that they at least test where, where, where Cleveland failed to. Yeah. Um, Speaking no, of Cleveland, this is kind of a weird. This is a this is a way too optimistic thing. But let's say somehow OKC beats Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. Amen, brother. How do they match up against Cleveland? Uh, they kill them. Really, we wreck them. Really? Here's the thing. I think Cleveland is so much more of a better team this year than they were last. They definitely have that much more depth. They have so much more depth, and having a Dwayne Wade and LeBron back on the team is gonna be so excited. Which, by the way, I thought we were gonna get Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I was like ready to. Buy I'm okay a that we didn't Wade get him. I'm, I'm personally okay we didn't get him. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. It's not like it, it's not killing me. Um, but uh, yeah, Cleveland's really good. The only thing about Cleveland is every single person they picked up is really prone to injury. You got Derrick Rose, Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade, like all these people. Yeah, they're um, all old. 
Even Kevin Love has his injury problems. Uh, Tristan Thompson has the Kardashian curse now. Yep. So you can knocked one of them up. He knocked her up. Mm. So now we. No one knows what's going to happen in Cleveland. I think it's going to be really interesting. I think this season for Cleveland could be, by far, they could be the best team in the East. Or something could happen, and they're like, like it's all LeBron, like LeBron doing everything, kind of like his first year in Cleveland in the playoffs. Like I could see that legitimately happening. But I think we'd match up with them pretty decently well. I think their depth is going to kill us. Their three point shooting is going to murder us. Yeah. Um. But, like I said, us being able to have a superstar in there the whole time would really help because they're going to be able to with LeBron or Isaiah Thomas or even a Dwayne Wade. So, um, Which I'm not going to say Dwayne Wade's a superstar anymore, but he's still, we know when he gets into the playoffs, he plays like a monster. Yeah. So, I think we match up pretty decently well against them. If we can beat Golden State somehow, we'd definitely be able to beat them. But uh, it'd be interesting. Finally get a, a finals that isn't Golden State versus Cleveland. That'd be Please. awesome. Please. That's how it all right. Well, go ahead. All right. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, go give the OCast a follow on the at Ocali OCast. They've got all kinds of podcasts up. Uh, you can listen to uh, Basketball with us. You can listen to the Young Gents podcast that's gaining a lot of followers. Um, you can listen to uh, – there's a bunch of different – the Chocolate Almond guys do a great one. And then uh, give us a follow at Slim underscore Basketball. Uh, we tweet a lot of funny, stupid stuff. And then we also tweet the podcast links. So thank you guys for listening. Podcast link. Yeah, thanks guys so much. Uh, sorry about the quality of the video or the podcast right now. We're having some technical issues, but hopefully yeah. within the next few weeks. Uh, we'll last week's to... won't be coming out due to technical issues as well. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully within the next few weeks we'll be able to get better sound quality and everything. But uh, thanks guys so much for listening. We're happy to have you guys. And we'll catch you guys next week.